When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. You know, I thought about changing the theme song to the show, but you know, you just know it. And you know when you hear it that something special's about to happen. And I don't know if we mean special in, in the good way or special in a bad way, but something special is about to happen. We're going to spend some time talking about maybe the thing you deal with more than anything in your life. I'm waiting for a smart aleck crack before I can I, w- I was going to. My mother-in-law. I knew Paul there was something. phone calls. I, all I, kinds I, of stuff, but I, okay. Yeah. Money. <laughs> there. Okay. Oh, that there's a, that. That was yeah. a dramatic pause. Money <laughs> and all the stuff you do with money. So let's uh, spend a little time. Is that? You have a truck? Are you in a truck? <laughs> Driving down the road. I do Tom's deliveries driving, on weekends. Tom's it's a side gig, you know, a couple, does, a couple bucks. Does so. a little grocery delivery. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Don. That's Tom in the truck. And uh, you're invited to call because, you know, we all have mobile phones now, so Tom can work from anywhere. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Give us a call. We'd love to help you muddle through the money stuff. Now that was the actually FedEx guy, and he didn't stop. And my birthday's Monday, so it's a little disappointing, actually, because I thought maybe nice, nice how you you. snuck that in. Yeah, Yeah, it's not one I'm really excited about. You're not going to get anything out of the audience, so just give it up. Uh, That that that, I will bet you you're wrong. I'll bet I'll get I'll get texts and emails. There you're wrong. Okay, texts and emails. No, they might not be positive ones, but I'll get I'll get that. Yeah, they're not gifts. Those are gifts. Absolutely, they are. All right, you, you just—you're so much nicer than I am. <laughs> I just hate okay. that. Someone um, mentioned that in the office yesterday. Regular listeners, to, to tell Don not to be mean to you anymore. I said, oh, Don's not mean I to me. He's kind of mean, mean to everybody. To He's kind of mean. I kid around with you, just like you tell bad dad jokes, <laughs> which you oh, were doing. Get me going there. Which you, you were know, doing in the pre-show. <laughs> I know. Just to, I have a new book. Hey, wait, uh, folks. Those of you, those of you who think Tom. <laughs> I am mean to Tom. You don't listen to the part of the show before the show. It's a good point. When he tells me bad dad <clears throat> jokes, they're terrible. They're awful. Not one, not two, not three. Yeah, they and and they, they're even even as money-oriented dad jokes. It's just awful. I'm not even going to let you go there. Um, so anyway, w- but we are going to talk about money. And, and recently we talked about what you should do with your money, how you should invest in a recession. Well, we have a similar question for you, Tom. And, and Tom, what is that similar question? The question is, what does the U.S. debt ceiling battle mean for your money? What, what does do you need the to know? U.S. debt ceiling? It must mean, because it's an issue that's, that's that, that could shut the government down. So it must mean something for our money. 
does it? Yeah, unless you have $31.4 trillion to, to chuck in there to make sure everything's okay. Well, with Tesla way up, Elon could do it. Come on, Elon. <laughs> he probably, you want people to love you? Make, Pay off everyone's he'll make, debt. He'll make that promise uh, on uh, – doesn't he own one of those social things? Uh, and, and so let's – because this comes up, people – they they remember they asked us about this on the client thing. Guy asked me about it the, earlier yep. this week. It's a question. What do I do? What do I do? Uh, turned out that the debt ceiling has been raised 45 times in 40 years. Uh, and most, I'm quoting now, most analysts believe the U.S. will devoid a default. But you go back to 2011, right? We had kind of a similar thing with uh, President Obama facing off against a Republican House. They ended up getting a last-minute deal. But during all of that, the S&P fell, S&P 500, pardon me, fell 17%. Now, I and want there to was pause. a downgrade on U.S. debt. I want to yeah. pause on this note because it this this illustrates something we talk about all the time: how transient these major market events are in our little brains. They do you remember the crash of two thousand eleven? I do not. No, no one does. You you know we had a crash in two thousand. We did. Where was I? Did you know the U.S. debt got downgraded and we were supposed to be a pauper country? We were all going to be impoverished and standing in breadlines. Remember that? It didn't happen. This is why what we do is so important. We're going to try and help you avoid all these stupid emotions that seem so important at the time. So call us, 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Curious about what you should be doing with your money? Well, we'll give you some answers. Don't know if they're good or not, but they'll be answers. By calling 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Don McDonald here, Tom Cock over there in the Model Military Aircraft Museum. Known around the world for the fine quality scale models of massive amounts of American, uh, uh, not just American, not just American, American, American and German. You got German? No, I got I got some Russians. Do you up have here a MIG too. or two? Remember the guy? One guy got mad at me for having the Russian planes up here. So, well, it is a museum. We've got to. I know. It's, it, you you want and you, I wouldn't call them of a high quality. You either, want to be balance. perfectly honest with you. You want balance. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And there's then, like 37. Um, so there's a many, but not quality. And and the expansion of the museum. Uh, we're we're looking for a little funding. <laughs> oh, we're doing a GoFundMe <laughs> to expand the modern military oh, aircraft. The Somebody will go on and look for that now. We're, since we're, you said that, guaranteed. Because yeah, we they, because uh, we no. now have a new addition to the museum, oh, which God. is going to require well, him true. breaking up a wall out and going out into the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> to hang the B1B. I don't know where that's going to go. You're right. That may it may be garage bound. No, we'll no, see. no. It can't so, go to the garage. Mm, I'm sorry. Oh, that's not in the museum. That's the annex. All right. <laughs> you have to cross through the house. Go to the annex. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. So, now, it, let's assume for a second, and it's a stupid assumption to make because it's going to be wrong, but let's assume for a minute that we do not come to some sort of an agreement. We, I meant Congress, comes to an agreement to uh, extend the debt ceiling, to raise the debt ceiling, and 
we start to shut down government and bad stuff happens, what should our friends listening to us now in Radioland and then Podcastville do, Tom? No, they shouldn't do anything. Oh, good answer. Well, or maybe give the government more money, I guess, so that they can pay their bills. I mean, if they really get to that place, that will be harsh because that will cut a lot of the, you know, annualized GDP. So that will be, again, I think you're right. It'll be whatever it will be will be short term because then the pressure really gets ratcheted up. But you still shouldn't do anything because what would you do? Would you sell all your government all your treasuries? Would you sell your stocks? Exactly. You know what? what we- and again, I want to hearken back to 2011 when we had real fear about the uh, about the government shutting down for a period of time. The debt rating was lowered. We did. We were on the brink of, of default. What yep. should you have done at that point? If you did nothing, you were better off than if you did something. Sometimes, which, by the way, we know is true for any of these, as I think you called it, manufactured type short term crises. I mean, these things come along and they look major, but then a couple of years from now, I don't remember much about that. So, and and you know, our our, our friend Jack Bogle, who we interviewed multiple times, great guy, started Vanguard. He had so many pithy sayings, but this one sticks with me. Whenever something like this comes out and pe- comes up, and people say, "Well, what should I do if?" And his this was such a it was part of a joke, but the the punchline was the best part. Don't just do something, sit there. No, he said, stand, stand up and do nothing. No, don't just don't just do nothing. Yeah, sit I there. Was stand because up and do nothing. Because the saying is, anyway, don't so. just sit there and do nothing. It's yeah. don't just yeah do, exactly yeah. So anyway, the the bottom line is don't he, do anything. His, he was don't respond. Yeah, no, don't do anything. And we know that's true. Have the right but portfolio you're going to, be to begin with and shut off that bloody reptilian brain that tells you to do stupid things. Don't let it control you. I, I had this yesterday on the Q&A session. A guy said, I sold everything. And yep. I know, I know in my logical brain, I shouldn't have done that. But my logical brain lost our reptilian brain is bad sometimes. It is the bad brain. Don't let that reptilian brain, that little lizard lump in the back of your skull, control your financial decisions. Bad for you, bad for you, bad for you. And it could be worse than that, too. By the way, it's not just the brain. It's your upbringing. Because I talked to someone yesterday that has $1.5 million in cash, and his upbringing has made him just hes so nervous kind of almost about anything financial that he won't do anything with the money, period. Absolutely nothing. It's just sitting in a savings account. I hope a high-yield savings account. I don't know that either. Did it's you listen just, to the podcast yesterday? I did, yes. Did I did because I was out driving was around. the Vanguard federal money market? 4.3 or something. 4.3. I already got somebody writing me last night saying, hey, should I move all my money? <laughs> like, no, don't move all your money to that. But, no, 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 no. But for your... But for that's your, what people if hear. If you are with Vanguard, now see, here's the problem. You got to have you got to have an yep. account at vanguard to have this you can't get the vanguard money market at schwab so although i don't know what they have but if you're there you got money there and you've got short-term money that you're you know your emergency money thank you Boy, thank you there you go great place to put it 855-935-TALK is our phone number pamela welcome to talking real money 
Thank you. Excited, um, li- long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, I'm so glad um, you I said that. I have an interesting situation. Yes, ma'am. Go, Go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. I am. Okay. I'm 61 years old. Um, I'm still working. The company was sold a few months back to a larger, so to speak, corporation. And um, so I had about $100,000 in our 401k. And now I've switched it because we had to. They didn't carry the program that we had at at the, the company that I work for. So I did switch it to Vanguard. And I did the 1035. So I'm just trying to think, is is that probably the way to go? And the other thing I had a question for you, too, as well, obviously looking at retirement, I've got two long-term rentals and a house that I'm living in right now. But um, I also have a Capital One 360 um, savings account that I've got about $150,000 in. That's doing pretty well as well. Do you think I should switch that to Vanguard? Okay, well, let's take a first one. A 1035 is usually some sort of a, an exchange with an annuity, I believe. So did you have your retirement account in an annuity of some type? So originally I had it in, yes, and they, they had me down to like a, yeah, I think it was annuity and unfortunately not all that knowledgeable, but it was down to where I was going to be retiring here in the next three years. So I moved it up to the 1035 um, just so that I would get a bit larger return. Wow. That's interesting. Uh, so it wasn't a qual. If, it, if you did a 1035 exchange, then it was not an annuity in a qualified vehicle. Uh, it wasn't in a 403B. Because a 403B would just be able to be transferred directly into an IRA or another 403B account or whatever it might be. So you wouldn't do a 1035 swap on it. Uh, The question is not where you should be at what time. And I I want to talk a little bit more about that question after this. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Pamela, Pamela, Pamela. Yeah. We yeah. have got you 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 are sharing with me the all of the symptoms of hodgepodgeitis. It's sort of a <laughs> oh, no. it's sort of a it's sort of a, a fractured approach to investing. You've got A here and you're going to chase a higher return and B over there and you're going to move it for should I move it from here to there to there to the other place? This is old school financial thinking. Now, it's not your fault. This is the way most people deal with their money. But it is a mess and it is and all you end up is more confused. The problem is you don't have an overarching plan. You don't know where your money needs to be to do what you need it to do for you. And what it needs to return, how long, I mean all those the, the bottom line being the bottom line here before you even get to how to invest it. Right. you got to figure out what you will need in retirement. We're always putting this cart before the horse. The, the reality is we can't know how to invest. And 
and this is what bugs me about Wall Street and insurance agents who sell this crap. They just want to sell something. They don't care what you need in the future. They don't even want to talk to you about that because that requires them actually doing some work. You need... How much money is in all of your investments altogether, Pamela? Just rough, round figures. Are you talking about property and dollars? If if the property is investment property, yep. Okay, I would say a little over $2 million. Then you are definitely, you're going to retire when? Um. I'm I'm not sure. That's the thing is, is that, you know, nobody ever really tells you, okay, you've got $2 million worth of investment or cash. I've got about 200,000 cash. So, but they never tell you when a good time is to retire. So I don't right. know. And that's so the, because, because we're dealing with a system that is sales oriented. It's all about getting the next sailor, moving it from A to B. There is no overarching planning going on. You with $2 million are in a wonderful position to retire comfortably. However, you can't do it right until you know what you need, how long you need this to last, what you need the money to do. And then, and then only then can you start figuring out where to invest. And is there an easy way to get some help? Go to talkingrealmoney.com slash help backslash help. Yep. H E L P. You need, you need find some real 100% always a fiduciary advisor. You need somebody to sit down with you and say, okay, we got this, we got this, we got this. Over the next four years, we're going to need to do all of these things to get you X amount of income, and this is what you're going to have to live on the rest of your life or something darn close to it. Okay. And wouldn't that feel good? If I could, yeah, wouldn't that I feel good to know that? don't have any expenses. What? Yeah, it would be. Uh, yes, I will definitely do this. I, do, I just, I don't have... I don't have any expenses. I own almost everything outright. Um, then, I don't. I then, then you're, only but Pamela, you're owe in like two hundred dollars on the car. You don't even need to. House. There you go. You don't need to chase yep. returns. Then what you what what you what you'd want is something that's a very conservative portfolio that that provides a little okay. extra money for the fun things you want to do. Because when okay. you get to retirement and you're not working, aren't you going to want to do something with that time? Indeed, you will. And if I could add sure. one other thing uh, with the 200000 in cash, before you invest that, yeah. please keep in mind that my birthday is coming up on Monday. Yeah, so please. I, um. I, I hope you'll think, consider that strongly. So yeah. Yeah. thank you. Okay. Yeah. So you could take him. You could. You can take him down to Chick Fil A in Bell. Really nice lunch. Yeah. Chick Fil A. <laughs> Can't even get in that place. I think the driver is too busy well, you, to get you, even in there. You, you've got to go like DoorDash it or something. Or DoorDash it. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Pamela, thanks for the call. Give us a call. We'd love to try to help you muddle through the money that makes you a little crazy. Tom and Don are talking real money. We're talking real money. Money's confusing. It really is. It, it, it can make you a little crazy dealing with it because there is so much misinformation, 
Cheesecake? And cheesecake. You know, that's actually misinformation is probably the nicest word I could possibly use. <laughs> really, when you think about Horse it. Horse like, something? It's oh, like okay. I was reading the George Santos saga. You know, it's like the, new, it's of, the latest yeah. soap opera. The George Santos saga. And, and the, 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 there was uh, the guy talking about how George was trying to sell him into the Ponzi scheme. Yeah. And whining him and dining him and telling him anything to make the sale. Quoting 14% annual returns on a safe portfolio of bonds. By the way, speaking of Mr. Ponzi, did you know that three quarters of the Boston police force was involved in the Ponzi scheme? Doing what? Selling they were, the stamps? They were investors. They were investors. Oh, Lord. You know, and that's the thing. Good if we Lord. only if we only if we only turned on the frontal lobe of our brain as <laughs> opposed as opposed to that little thing that the brain yeah. stem mm. Um, mm. we would avoid these altogether we would avoid all of these altogether because it's our own darn fault it is you know we go well that Bernie Madoff was a bad bad man he took advantage of me he took advantage of your stupidity and greed. He did. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Now we have a call that came in later, not while well, we were doing... You're going to promote it the way we normally... You can. You could call the show right now, right. number Don just gave you. Or you can call You can later. call that number anytime. There you go. We're done. But you could also send us questions. Oh, no. Don't talk. give them too many choices. Okay. Just call in. 855-935-TALK for now, like this guy did. Good afternoon. My name is Ken. Oh, his name's Ken. I have a 403B tax-deferred fund retirement account with, at present, Lincoln Financial Group. Um, it was from a parish school system. I have about 145000 in it. It is at present in a fixed fund earning 3.49% present at present. I would like to move it into a Vanguard fund or uh, something secure that earns more than 4.3. Um, is that uh, possible through done through a rollover, or what would I have to do to do that without taking it out or causing any extra expenses? I hope you can uh, help me on that. You have a good day. Thank, Thank you. You have a good day as well. Here's the good news. Good news? If yes. you want, no, there's good news. If you want to move that money out of your, you know, employer plan into Vanguard, they will help you do that. Yeah. You don't have to do much of the work. I mean, if you, we've heard all kinds of stories about Vanguard customer service over the last couple of years, but and I don't know that if you just called them and told them the situation, they would do it right away. But eventually, they'd make that happen. They would open an individual retirement account for you. They would move the money over with your help, obviously, and then they rebuild it. Now, here's the question, though, for anybody. 
Because I think he said 3.4%, then he said 4.3%, I believe. Yeah, yeah, this kind of goes back to Pamela a little bit. It's very similar. It exactly does. Yeah, because the idea here is, and then he said secure. I always worry when people say, like, secure like nobody can steal the money. Yeah. Secure like it could never go down. No. Because one thing we learned last year is that everything can go down. So, I mean, there's, 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 I could just tell you, move it over and put it in a target date fund, I guess. Right. No, 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 no. no. But you see that again, that's don't know enough. That's kind of exactly the correct answer is we don't know enough to know what to suggest because yeah, can you earn more money with a very high degree of safety at Vanguard? If you're earning 3.4, you could go into the Vanguard money market and for the time being, but that's all the moment, the moment for the time being, you could earn 4.3%. We don't know what it will be tomorrow. But yeah, you could earn more. The thing is, is this goes back to the underlying issue with 90% of investing out there is it is a results-oriented process as opposed to a problem-solving process. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, welcome back to our little get-together that we uh, have as a radio show on Saturdays, where you can call us live at 855-935-TALK, and then turn it into a podcast. And uh, you can call us anytime then at 855-935-TALK. And now... You're too, you're too, you're too understated. A podcast? It's a podcast. This podcast is now in the top 50 investing podcasts in the world. No, in America. America. Well, okay, but what is That's that? That's America. Are there big ones in Afghanistan that we don't know about or Ukraine or somewhere? No, we're um, among the leaders <laughs> of in the world. Come on. Hey, we, we know we have listeners in China. We know we have listeners we're, in we have, England. We're like six. I, yeah, that's probably the all world. the number of podcast people it's, listening to, the, yeah, to them there. So right, we're, right, we're huge. Right. Yeah, we're You're not. understated, which is unusual for you, but we'll go with it. Okay. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. See how understated I am. Robert, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. How are you, Robert? Hello? What's up? Can you hear me? And we can. Yes, sir. Hey, yeah, I wanted to ask you about... Any online banks that you have where you can get a list and know are they good banks to go with or what to park money in a higher yield savings account than a local brick and mortar? (laughs) Uh, 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 Oh, oh. Almost any online bank is going to pay you more <laughs> than the brick and mortars um, because the brick and mortars somehow think they can just get away with anything. Uh, but yeah, we, we go to bankrate.com and look up rates, although I have found that there are some higher rates out there than bank rate shows. For example, I have an account with Bread Financial that is uh, high yield savings paying 4% per year. Yeah. Better? Do you have any feedback on, like, uh, can I name uh, actual several other banks and oh. see if you've got any background on them? Sure. Of course you can. VO or Basque Bank? Yeah, Basque Bank. That they, they've they been paying in the threes last I looked. Yeah, and you didn't you, now, did bear you mention in mind, Red or ba- 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 Bear in mind, the, the quality of the bank doesn't matter. Doesn't matter a whit. 
they're FDIC insured. What what do you care? Right. Who cares? Yeah, what, what I guess the, my concern is you're yeah you're doing all this online, and you know I don't want to get flim flammed and somebody and. Well, you're not going to get flim-flammed by an FDIC-insured bank. You're just not. Okay. They're uh, legit. And They're let me just, just tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll give yeah. you some of the names right now that are up in the high area. Uh, Marcus. Marcus is, a, is the bank of Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs yes. is... is paying you 3.3% on your money because they're lending it out to people on the Apple credit card at 15 to 20%. There's a great spread for them there. Synchrony Bank, 3.75%. Well, Synchrony creates all these branded credit cards for uh, other businesses. So again, they're lending out at 15 to 25%. They can sure afford to pay you 3.75%. Okay. All right. I've heard of Bread Bank, but I've never looked at them, but I'll check them out. Well, Bread well. used to be Comenity Bank, which, again, branded credit cards like the TJ Maxx credit card was a Comenity product. Uh, they and, and they they can afford to pay savers a lot of money because they're making so much from heavy credit card users. So, would I, we Can we say that we would expect the interest rates to rise at Bread? No. Okay. And that Sorry. wasn't even in his bad dad joke book. He did that one all on his own. Yeah. Congratulations. That's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Robert, you can trust. You go to bankrate.com. You can trust any of those banks there because they're all legit. Yeah. They're not putting anything up there that wouldn't be. Okay. So. And and the fact well, of the matter started, is it's quite a federal invest- crime to do that if you make a fake bank. Yeah, I think my bigger concern is, you know, I started investigating and then all of a sudden these advertisements on Facebook started showing up and I'm like, okay, how do you know when you go to a website? Yeah, I so have a... I was just wondering, you know, Actually, I'm going to make you more comfortable. Yeah. Do you have a brokerage account with anyone? Vanguard, Schwab, Fidelity, I, anybody? No, I don't. I, I heard the show yesterday uh, on the question and answer about the Vanguard... Uh, uh, account, and I'm going to check that out. But, but well, you know what uh, I was going to say is, if you had an account, if you had a brokerage account with Schwab, for example, you could from them get brokered CDs and get it directly through Schwab right there in your account, so you don't have to do the online buying. You can just get them there, and they uh, they they can be very very competitive. So you can get those too, and 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 as opposed to savings. Get a get a three month CD. It's about the same thing. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, I'll check that out. All right, sir. Thanks okay. so much for well, calling. Thanks. Take care. All right. Have a good day. You too. Eight five five nine three five talk. Eight five five nine. You know, it's an interesting interesting yes, time around all that because yeah. well, a lot of people have been moving their money out of wealth management type deposits into higher yield. In fact, Wells Fargo just a uh, bunch of numbers. Their their wealth management deposits dropped by twenty eight percent over the last year. JP Morgan down seventeen because people have taken that money out and put it in other things. You just mentioned 
the uh, bread bank. People can buy a CD through another bank at, uh, at, at, at Fidelity. It said 4.75. It didn't say how long the uh, maturity was on that. But, I mean, there's some other deals out there because of this kind of wacky period of time it's we're in. Strange. So it's yeah, something and, you want to look into. And it feels so strange and so different than just a few months ago when we didn't talk about savings rates at all because savings rates didn't exist. There were no exactly. savings interest rates. But it is so different, and I don't understand the competitive environment completely or the logic behind it when you have a major bank, like Tom and I both bank with Bank of America. My Bank of America savings account is still paying 0.01%. I thought it was 0.06 now, but okay. Oh, is it? No, let me... I think it moved to 0. I thought I looked at the other day. Oh, wow. Going crazy, man. You're really, really making some big money there. But, so, but yeah, go when ahead. I can make a hundred, okay, let's say it's six tenths, I can make 80% more or 80 times more. I'm sorry, not 80%, 80 times more going yep. to bread financial. Doesn't make any sense. Why would you leave it there? Well, because there's a, takes time. You got to move it. And at Bank of America, you can go see your money at Bank of America, whereas one of these online accounts, you can't go see your money. Uh, no, you know, I went to my That's Bank of America. And, you know, I haven't been to my Bank of America in so long. I actually went into the lobby. Did you drive by to see I, if it was still there? It, it's there. I went into the lobby okay. because I had a check that was Good. too big to uh, deposit online. <laughs> what, you win a golf tournament No, I or sold something? a car. And I had the check. The, I mean, the literal check was one of those, like, no, three quick it, you, it's a ten thousand dollar online maximum. So I actually ah, had to go. The amount was visit big. Okay. the bank. So I visited the bank and I, I walked see. inside, and the viewing window for the vault is gone. I can't go in can't and see, see my money. money so what's the point? But did you go see the manager immediately and say, "I want to see my money"? I want to see, see my money. Right Show now, it to Mr. me now, Daniel. Eight five five nine three five talk. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five is our phone number. No, sir. If you get, if I'm looking at the at the rate, it's zero point one at Bank of America. Tom and Don are talking real money for your real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money. All right, to be fair, at Bank of America, if you're at the Platinum Honors tier, I assume that means you have like $10 million in the bank, you get 0.04%. <laughs> hey, uh, meet us at Retire Meet. The, uh, the early bird tickets are on sale now for $15, but they'll go up in a little over a week, like 10 days. So uh, go sign up now at retiremeet.com, and uh, we'll show you all kinds of great information on building a better future. That's retiremeet.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment tax or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. And to keep the lawyers happy.